Yo, in this episode, I have Meg, a.k.a. Freedom Chronicles, and we go over how she came out of liberalism and what she's doing now to save the country. It's incredible. She homeschools her kids. She goes into how to get involved with your local government. Man, we have a great conversation about DEI and United Airlines and the CEO and that creepo. Man, this is one of my most favorite episodes that I've done so far. So let's go ahead and get into it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to The Chris Tub Show. I am so happy that you guys are here watching or listening to me on any of the platforms that you guys are doing so on. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special guest. I met her on Instagram. She came onto one of my lives, and I followed her months before, and I thought she was just a perfect person to bring onto this podcast. Her name is Meg. She is a wife, mother, and she helps lead the largest organization of conservative female entrepreneurs. She's a recovering addict. Four years ago, she started to become vocal and active on issues in her local area. And she has a big following over 300,000 across Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Telegram. Meg, Welcome. What's going on? How are you doing? I am good. I'm super excited to be here. This is going to be such a great episode. Come on. Come on. Well, I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, like I said, I just saw your content. I was like, okay, she's cool. She's cool. I like her. Come on. (laughs) Tell me, Meg, who were you in high school? What was she like? Oh, goodness. We're going to bring this up. Um, So I was the perfect definition of an indoctrinated youth. Mm. Uh, Not many people know this about me because I don't talk about it a whole lot. I don't like to live in the past, Mm. if you will. But I was was a liberal. I was uh, everything that I fight against today. I was an advocate for abortion rights because that's what made women women. Um, I was uh, an advocate for all of this equality BS happening. Um, I was taught that, uh, you know, we were the root cause of global warming and we were the reason our planet was dying. Uh, It's kind of embarrassing talking about it now, but that's what we were taught in school. Like that is the purpose of school is to convince you of one way of life. Um, In in all honesty, you know, that's why I homeschool my kids Uh, or what's happening in the world today is just it's mind-boggling but it makes perfect sense because our kids are handed over to the institution right the government runs our children's lives um and we are all a product of that some of us like you and i were able to make our way out of it right but too many people just don't care so i grew up christian conservative but i went to public school and i graduated high school in 2013 even in the last, what is it, 2024, in the last five years, things have shifted dramatically. It's crazy. So my mom, she's a kindergarten teacher. See, she sees this stuff all day long. But thank goodness, she's one of those teachers that doesn't necessarily go by the book. She'll just teach stuff that goes on. That's the truth. But the, the drastic change in education is crazy to me. Yeah, my um. So I have four children. One of them is my bonus child. He's seventeen. He graduated early, mm. um, and we had to go through it over the last couple of years with his school. I mean, they painted a an alphabet mafia crosswalk, right? They were hanging the BLM flags, taking down the American flags, um, and then we also found out that it was happening at in at the kindergarten level. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, no, my kids will never experience this after this, never. So were they going to public school and then you saw all this stuff happen and then you just started to take them out? Yep. So my three biological children have never been to public school. Um, and I was actually contemplating it. I was like, you know, we live in a small community. Maybe there's hope. Mm. There was no hope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
No, because they're trying to bring Common Core into every single score uh, school, and so you know they're they're bringing it from the federal level. They're trying to bring it down into every single school that they can, and it's up to the states one hundred percent. But it's also up to the schools to bring this stuff in, and it's really sad to see that they're yeah. they're bringing it in. And what's sad is that a lot of these schools are relying on federal assistance and you have them passing bills and laws saying you're not going to get any funding unless you do this, right? And that, like you, we had talked about before, is the same thing that's happening with uh, DEI, right? Yeah. Like it, it's the same thing, but on a conglomerate level versus a school level. And it, it's the same demon with a different name. Yeah. All well of it. It's manipulation, right? It's the government saying, yep. do this or else. It's sick. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like it's why gross. would yeah. why would we as a as a human beings have someone else do that to us? Like in you know, in the in real life. No, they're doing it financially, they're doing it through the schools. It's disgusting. It's manipulation. Yeah. It's it's a full fledged form of uh indoctrination. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it's is. Crazy. You know, it's it's very apparent and it's not hard to see it it they are I totally just lost my train of thought but they are going after the brains and the minds of our youth because if they can change them mm. everything after that is done for yep. yep and we you know our generation there's people like you and i who are very loud and proud mm -hmm. about speaking truth and all of these things um but the silent majority is much louder, I right? Agree. Like silent majority is our downfall because they're so scared. They're scared to be labeled. They're scared to speak out. They're scared because of their job X, Y, and Z. So they just go with it, completely ignoring the fact that, like, okay, you're living comfortably right now. Right now, you're living comfortably. You are totally screwing your children's future. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know, I saw. A lot of people be quiet in 2020 with the masks. Yeah. And I was sad because people that I thought were going to stand up didn't stand up. They didn't say anything. They just went along with it. And yeah. um, I, that showed me, I was like, okay, not everyone truly cares. Nope. Yeah. It, it was. No. Oh, and, and that's the saddest part is that. Even if, okay, so let's just pretend that the pandemic was real, okay? Right. It was real. It really happened. Are you so willing to force everybody else to give up their rights and just say F you that you're, you're just trading your freedoms for safety? Mm -hmm. Like when has that theory ever worked in history? Right. Never. It's a great point. It's a great. Here's the way I see it is it's extremely selfish. Whether they think that they're being... Uh, whether they're helping someone else or not, it's actually selfish because it's hurting them more. They don't yeah. see it that way, though, because they've been taught. No, they no, don't. We need to be safe. We need to take care of others by taking away our own, our own freedom to help someone else. It's oh man, it, it pisses me off. It really yeah, does. Again, right back to public school. It's all the things that a majority of us were taught is to just be obedient. Yes. Right. Oh, you're going to get up and you're going to stand up out of line. You're going to the principal's office. You're doing this. You're kicked out of school. Like. So everybody just internally just shuts down and they're like, OK, I'm just going to shut up and be quiet. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, and then now they're teaching and you hit on it, the DEI, the diversity, equity, inclusion. And yep. that's one of the things I want to talk about is we're seeing that yeah. come up a lot more recently especially yep. with United Airlines, their CEO. Um, I just saw that video. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I want to let's, I want to see if we can play it so that everyone else, the audience can know what we're talking about. And then I want to get your reaction. Military. How is diversity and diversity targets working into the Aviator Academy? We have committed that 50% of the class of, of the classes will be women or people of color. Uh, today, only 19% of our pilots at United Airlines are women or people of color. And by the way, from all the data I've seen, that's the highest of any airline in the country. 
white males don't just dominate in the cockpits, also in the C-suite at United Airlines. Well, look, at United, I'm proud of the diversity that we actually have in our, our C-suite. I think if you look around corporate America. Correct me if I'm saying though. So I, this was just based off your website, the people you list as executives, but out of 11 people, three are women. I believe one is a person of color. Um, that's correct. Um, but, you know, in corporate America, I think, you know. That's a low bar. How do you yeah. raise your own bar? Well, a lot of this is, you know, focusing on it. We have uh, programs to, one of the things we do is for every job when we do an interview, we require women and people of color to be involved in, in the interview process, bringing people in early in their careers um, as well uh, and giving them those opportunities uh, and creating a stronger band. You have a photo that you want to read. Okay. Well, first... It's a meme. <laughs> Is it? It fits perfectly. It fits perfectly. Um, uh, so it's calling someone privileged because they're white is judging someone by the color of their skin. Okay. Uh, there's another one that, you know, we've hit a low spot in 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 life when um, white people are protesting people for being white. <laughs> like, it is mind-blowing <laughs> that a majority of the population is white. Yeah. And then anyone even dare, and, and I'm not, I'm not bringing, even bringing racial anything into this. Right. But a majority of the U.S. population is white. So therefore, more white people have jobs than anyone else. Right. Okay. So how are we going to say white men dominate X, Y, and Z? I mean, how many women have you met that want to be pilots? That just doesn't sound appealing to me. No. I don't want to be a pilot. I've met lots of men that want to be. I mean, my my seventeen year old said he wants to be a pilot, and I'm like, okay, hey, go for it. Um, that's like comparing bricklayers. Like ninety nine point nine percent of bricklayers are men. Yep. Who cares? Okay, and I understand. So, like, stepping back because I am somebody that questions everything from both sides of the aisle. Okay, we have a we have a. a uh, seesaw history with color okay mm -hmm. i think we've come a very long way a very long way but to say you're going to give a job to someone based on their sex or their color when their background doesn't matter is a death sentence right especially with airplanes yeah like you're flying this megaton thing through the sky Mm -hmm. And I want in, oh, what is it? The FAA now wants to include more people with psychiatric disabilities. Okay. Red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Red I, flag. I don't know if I want to fly that much anymore, especially United. Yeah. It, this is just ridiculous. Is that the same guy that was um, doing the drag show? Somebody should showed me a video of. I think it was American Airlines guy doing the drag show. Yeah. Yep, it was that. And I shared it on my Instagram. That was the same okay, that's guy. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, I don't care what side of the aisle you're on or who you're voting for. If you can rightfully say we need to base jobs off of skin color or sex, you are a fucking idiot. I agree. Excuse me, language. No, no. Like, it, it's... It's about safety. It's about background. It's about training. Mm -hmm. It's about education. It's about so much more than just the color or genitalia that you have. Absolutely. Here's the thing. If I if, don't. If if American Airlines implements this, I don't want to fly American anymore. No. 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 They're they're literally bud lighting themselves. This is how I see. Like, if you're black, woman, white, whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, if you are the best for the job then awesome. Go for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I want you to be there, no doubt. But if you're doing it just because you're a woman or if you're black, white, Asian, whatever, it, is, it doesn't matter. If you're doing it just because of that, then man, that just seems really, really wrong. That just, that, how is that fair to them? And then how's that fair to us? How's that fair to anybody? It's just like Washington school doing away with testing scores now. Uh, because minorities are scoring so low <laughs> that they're doing away with any sort of testing scores. Um, they had taken like English out. Like it was just ridiculous. Um, in in my opinion, it's not doing anybody any favors. No. 
right? It's not doing anybody any favors by handing something away. And it doesn't, right. and I don't care what color, right? I don't think white people should be hired just because they're white, right? Right. But I have never had to step on it. I fly all the time, like once a month I'm on a plane and I've never had to sit back and think, oh, I wonder if this person is a DEI hire or if they're actually qualified for the job. Right. And now I'm going to, every time I step on a plane, like, can I talk to the pilot? Like, are you a DEI hire? Like, it is literally a form to cause more division and racism because people are going to look at pilots now and be like, wow, I wonder if that person's a DEI hire. Yep. Like, it, it comes off as such a good point for the left that inclusion and equity and, and all these things, they they are far more racist than any MAGA extremist bigot I've ever met, okay? <laughs> I totally agree. Here's the thing. I have this theory. I think the the big billionaire leftists, whoever's funding all these programs and the schooling and everything, they know what they're doing. But the people that are being indoctrinated, indoctrinated are the ones that are carrying out the vision of what they want. And so they're just going along with what they're being told, essentially. And so that yeah. that is, of course, like what we it seems like a very common thing. It's control, it's manipulation, it's mind control, mm -hmm. it's brainwashing, it's everything. But those people, <laughs> come on. I was taught, hey, MLK, you don't judge anyone based off the color of their skin. It's based off of their character, right? Hello? Yeah. I was taught that in school, public school. How far from the goalpost we've come. Oh, my gosh, man. Oh. It's crazy, but yeah, um, and that was that was the other video. If we if you didn't see it, the video that I wanted to show, the CEO the of United doing the drag. Show, I was I was creeped was out, man. And there was people laughing in that video. I don't know why someone's laughing. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what do you do? I mean, you said that you're you uh, homeschool your parent or your kids. That's awesome. Yep. What do you teach them in your homeschooling classes that's totally different than what's being taught in public school? Well, first of all, we don't do structure this at a desk for six hours a day. Nice. Um, it's never going to happen because kids don't learn that way. They just don't. And I will argue there's a select few kids that thrive in that kind of environment. A majority don't. Right. Um, with homeschooling, it's super important that you know your individual child's needs. So mm -hmm. like my oldest daughter and my uh, middle boy have two different styles of learning, right? Mm. He is like on the move, go, go, wants to build things, hammer things, cut things, read measuring tapes, all that kind of stuff. And she is like, I can sit down and do this. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, you hear us about homeschooling. And what's a really cool thing about that topic is I am also creating homeschooling curriculum. My team and I, we are doing that and we're doing it well. We are in the process of doing that. We are creating the standards and everything else that it comes with it. It is incredible. So in order to support us and get registered and ready to know the updates on that, I want you guys to go to my website, chrystubs.com, and you guys can sign up for the updates. It'll pop up right there. Put your email in, and with that, you guys will get a discount code, a first-time buyer discount code. It's 10% off for your first purchase if you guys go ahead and get some merch. You guys get some merch. I'm wearing it right now. The We The People hoodie. People love it. People are loving the hoodies. They are raving about them. So I want you guys to go ahead, go to my website, sign up for the newsletter, sign up for the updates, get yourself a discount code, use the discount code, get some of merch. I have hoodies, I have t-shirts, I have hats, I have a sweatshirt. You guys are going to love this stuff. Go ahead and get some of your own apparel. And so homeschooling isn't like cut and dry. We don't use like one standard curriculum like in the summer, right? We're not even using books and stuff. We are outside Phillips building things with them, um, teaching them real life stuff. And that's not to say that's how it's always going to be, but they are five, seven and eight right now. Right. Right. Um, and for me personally, school was something I dreaded. I dreaded it. It's uh, why I had a really big fear of public speaking for a long time. Like if you would have asked me to do this a year ago, I would have been like, there's no way. There's no way. 
And it's because they force you to do things. There's no edging out of your comfort zone in school. It's like you do this, right? Or you're in trouble. Bow to authority. Right. Um, reading in front of class and just like I, I was traumatized from a lot in school, right? I thrived at things like sports, but like sitting and reading in front of people and it literally traumatized me. Um, so we're kind of going like an unschooling route, but like also letting them do their own thing. Like they have access to the computer, right? We have lots of fun homeschooling apps that they can use. We have books and we have the whole nine yards. So it's kind of just like, what do we want to do for the day? Mm. Right. It's not the standard you have to do X, Y, and Z, uh, for a while. Right. I'll give you an example. I was like my daughter, she just turned eight and she still can't read. And I was kind of like freaking out over it. Hmm. Um, because like in school, right, they can read at like five. Sure. Um, but again, that's that pressure stuff, right? Like the the forceful learning. Um, hmm. Hmm. and she had taught herself within the next two months without any force. Wow, that's awesome. Um, what edged me over to homeschooling is our chiropractor. She, um, hmm. she's like, hey, she's like, don't put too much pressure on her reading. She's like, I didn't learn to read until I was eleven. And I have a double doctorate. Wow. And I was like, hey, hands off. All right. We're not going to stress <laughs> this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. That's You do not hear that at all. No. It's all like you know, we can play the comparison game. And I think that's what holds a lot of people back from homeschooling. Obviously, time, right? You got to figure sure. out how two incomes bring in, you know, enough for the house. And then you got to also homeschool your kids, but we have it in our heads that, right. It's eight hours a day. It's not, Mm -mm. it's not at all. And there's so many other things you can do. Like kids now don't know how to sew, right. I don't have it down here, but like I'm teaching my girls how to sew, right. When my son's old enough, he'll, well, you and I, when we were kids, like we were out changing the oil with our dads. Like I know how to change brakes, tires, drive shaft. Like I could do it all. Um, for 10 years, I worked with my dad. I did uh, fire restoration, water restoration, renovations, roofing. Like I did the whole nine yards. Hmm. Um, and I just feel like that's becoming like a lost thing in our generation. Like after our generation, what? Nobody's learning anything anymore. Right. They don't want to go into the trade schools at all. They don't want to become plumbers no. or electricians. No, they want to what? Go get a little art degree. Oh, that's going to do so much for you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, a major in gender studies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the most useless freaking degree ever. Well, I know. And I'm not knocking college. Like college is, is useful for a lot of things, but for a majority, it's not. Yeah. I went to for college majority. for one semester. And the reason why I, did too. I Hey. Well, the only reason I went was because of sports. That was the only reason I wanted to play football. I wanted to be in the NFL and everything like that. But then, you know, I just felt in my heart. God was telling me to do something different. So I did. And guess what I did right after one semester of school? I went into a trade. I was a word worker. And it was incredible. I learned even more complex math equations and how to do all these little angles and stuff like that. More than actual school. <laughs> Come on. So yeah, I, I, I think, think, I think like what you were saying, you have to know your kid. You have to know what and how they learn. And if they are yeah. very hands-on, which I think a lot of more people are hands-on than they think, go do yeah. that. Like you said, throw them out into the real world. Show them what can be done with or using- Or even like, you know, because we have four kids at home, right? Five, mm-hmm. seven, eight, 17. Um, I contemplated looking for like local, like outdoor schools. Like mm. barn schools. Uh, unfortunately, here in Vermont, there's nothing, mm. nothing. So we're looking not to move because my, so my five-year-old, for example, she is a social butterfly. Mm. She doesn't thrive. I mean, she's great at homeschooling, but she's like, mom, I want to play with people. I want friends, X, Y, and Z. So I'm like, we got to figure something out. Yeah. Um, and there's just nothing here. Mm. There's absolutely nothing here. Uh, but thankfully, she's got other siblings here, right? So we'll yeah. make it work until then. But there's other resources. There's private school. There's co-ops. Um, I know a big thing in California, right? Like, okay, my whole family is unvaccinated. My kids have never had vaccines. We are totally against them. Um, in 2015, they repealed the the philosophical exemptions here. Um, and so my bonus son had a uh, religious exemption for school. Mm. But like in 
So Vermont is basically California's little sister. Whatever happens there happens here. Yep. So they've been trying to go for it for the last couple of years for the religious exemption, and they haven't got it yet. Hmm. Um, but in California, one way around, um, because they want you to vaccinate even for homeschooling, and so they have, are not for all public schools, sorry, okay. um, they okay. have a lot of homeschool co-ops. They have a lot of homeschool co-ops that um, that act as homeschooling, but you actually drop your kids off and they get to learn with other people. Hmm. Um, so there's definitely ways around things. Like may, homeschooling is not for everyone. It's not. Right. I agree. I agree. And, and, you know, a lot of parents can't even do it because they need to go work. And what are they going to do with their kids? So I wish I was homeschooled. Yeah. I think I would have thrived in homeschooling. Um, but it was also hard yeah, because I am very social. I love being around people. And I played sports all the time, too. So it was. Yeah, it would have been a hard thing. But at the same time, I think I would have gotten better grades. I got like a 2.9, but I don't really give really give a shit. Well, now now what they've taken away grades there's no a b c d f okay now it's wow. one two three or one two three or four is that is that all through high school as well yeah wow because i had the i had the number system in uh i think it was elementary school but then middle school high school it was all letter grades yeah and i'm pretty sure uh i, I know other states have done it but in vermont i'm pretty sure they did that over COVID because testing and and grades and everything were going down. Um, well, I wonder why. <laughs> God. Yeah, there was a study released over uh, COVID with the masks and everything that children with speech issues were like massively declining, hmm. massively because. So we, my youngest, um, she was born with no frenulum, so she doesn't have that little piece of skin under her tongue. Okay. Um, and it controls parts of your tongue. And so she had a really hard time saying words. So we had a speech therapist come and she wanted to teach her with a mask on. I'm like, what are you doing? How the hell are you supposed to teach her how to talk and show her how to pronounce these words and letters? And you're not even showing her your mouth. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I know. What? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the craziness <laughs> in our world. Uh, I have to I have to keep calm. Sometimes I have to just kind of go away. If I continue like doom scrolling, scrolling almost, it just, it gets, it gets nasty, man. I want to yeah. know, you said that you were pretty active in your local area. What, what, what did you guys do that was pretty active? So again, not many people know this about me because over the course of COVID, you could no longer say the word vaccine on mm -hmm. Instagram. Mm -hmm. Right. Or you would get flagged and shadow banned and community standard violation and no would see would see you for eternity. Yeah. Um. so that's actually when I started to get into politics. But before the Meg that is on there now, I was actually full fledged like vaccine freedom. Um. And so I first started getting active locally. Um. So I initially will rewind. I initially um, I got. And with my first in 2014. And Philip okay. was like, I'm going to need you to research well baby visits. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? Hmm. Are you one of those people? Right? You're one of those people that doesn't those get shot? People. <laughs> Meanwhile, I fully remembered. I still have like 100% memory of going into the doctor's office and screaming and crying and how bad it hurt after getting a shot. Like yeah. the pain for days. Yeah. Um, And so recognizing that, I was like, Okay, I'm going to look at this. And I had joined, it was like stop mandatory vaccinations at the time. It was like a page with 500,000 people in it on Facebook. Mm. Um, and I started going through the excipients list of vaccines. And so what I did was I was like, okay, they start with the vitamin K shot. Let's let's start there. And then they do the hep B shot, right, when they're like an hour old. Yeah. Um, and I started going through these ingredients. And I was like, this is like a lot to take on. There's a whole lot of information here. So I just started researching one ingredient at a time. One ingredient at a time, I threw it into Google. Yep, I became a Google doctor. Um, and I was like, well, this is weird. This is, says it's carcinogenic. It, it mutates genes. Like, why the hell is this in in something that we're injecting into, you know, 60-minute-old babies? Right. Right? They've just been born. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that really woke me up. And as I was doing that research is when Vermont actually overnight took away our philosophical exemptions. 
And mm. so I was like, game on. Like, I need to research this. And so Big Pharma was my my first rabbit hole. Mm. And I really started getting um, active in the local medical freedom groups. And so we would go to the Capitol and we would protest and we would have rallies and we would do all the things. Um, and then COVID came and, you know, you couldn't talk about those things anymore. So that's when I actually... I just barely started getting getting into politics, right? Like Big Pharma was my first rabbit hole. And and I'm kind of glad it was because once you see the money trail and you're like, wow, Big Pharma has power over everything. Yep. Literally every decision you make. Um, it actually made it a whole lot easier to recognize what was happening outside of Big Pharma. Right. And how Big Pharma influenced everything else. Um <clears throat> And so I just got local, I got active in local politics. Um, so I'm a recovering drag addict. People ask me all the time, why don't you run for office? I can't. I can't. Mm. <laughs> I would love to, but I can't. So I do what I can to support local um, uh, local elections and help people get exposure. I know a lot of people in the community. Um, I would even argue, though, and- that's that's better than being in office. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to be in office. I don't, yeah. right? Like yeah. I want to I want to expose it and I want to bring awareness to it. Yep. But I don't want to be at least not where things are today. Right. Right? Things are just so corrupt today. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit and so that's when I started getting active in the school board meetings cuz the story is this. My my bonus son moved in with us about three and a half years ago. Mm. And um we bought this house and then we moved here. And so he started going to school here with a mask on. Like they with were forcing on. him to do and that? And we, all the kids were forced. So if you wanted to go to school, you had to wear a mask. Okay. And so I started attending the school board meetings and whatnot. And I was like, guys, like he's been going to school here for six months and he doesn't even know what any of his classmates look like. None of them not a single person but i did i showed up at that school board meeting and i i I called them nazis i was like you are literally bringing back 1940s um but uh they tried to shun me they they tried to shut me down they tried to tell me my opinions were irrelevant i mean it was on the freaking news um and i was like you know what you can say that but i'm gonna be back next time and i'm gonna bring a lot of people with me and (laughs) I'm a very determined person. I knew nobody in the community at that time, not a single person, but I went to every page and news article about masks and everything I could find. And I showed up to that next school board meeting with 74 people. Let's go. Come on. That's awesome. I was like, no, I'm not taking this anymore. And it took us a little while. They finally got rid of them. It didn't happen overnight, but. But you fought. Like, yeah. Yeah. Come on. That's awesome. I'm not, I don't. I don't want to go down without a fight. Like, I'm not going to be, you know, there's so many people that, oh, you're an influencer. I hate that word, by the way. No, I just want to help. I want to help wake up sleeping lions, right? Yeah. We're never going to wake up the sheep. It's We're never going to convince them otherwise. But there's people like me, a me, a couple of years ago who had no idea, was just totally indoctrinated, and they have questions, right? Yeah. They have questions. And so just peeking those questions, that's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, I saw 2020 wake up more people than I have ever seen. And I think yep. it affected them in a very real way, right? There were people that couldn't see their families because why? The government was telling, saying, hey, you can't do that. And I think that woke up a lot of people, the masks, the, the all the BLM riots and everything like that. So in 2020, I was I was involved with politics. I knew what was going on, but I wasn't super vocal about it. And yep. When the BLM riots started to happen, that's when I heard, hey, God was telling me, hey, you need to go and start sharing truth. You need to start doing this. And so I did. I, yep. I the, the only thing that I did was um, I just started being vocal on TikTok and that blew up. And then um, I started a little patriotic Bible study, just telling people how the biblical principles are incorporated into our government, how to continue to operate in those but yeah you know that's the beauty though it's it takes one person right you made a choice to go to the school board stand up for truth and then you got 74 other people to come and back you 
That's awesome. Yeah. And then now look at where you're at. I mean, you have over 300,000 followers. That's incredible. Yeah. And that's what I try to tell people all the time. Oh, my voice is insignificant. X, Y, and you have such a big platform. Dude, I started this page two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. And I don't, I've never been promoted. I've never been on Newsmax. I've never been on anything. I've been on a couple, I think like five podcasts ever. Um, like I've never had any exposure. I simply went on there and I spoke truth and people found me. Yeah. You should be more on more podcasts and everything. Cause you freaking kick ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I've been contemplating or not contemplating going over this in my head the last few days. I'm like, wow. Cause I looked at my page and I'm like, Megan, you come off very unapproachable. Like you are just like in your face. And it's so funny because that's not actually who I am. I'm mm -hmm. like, I am not unapproachable at all in real life, but I just come off that way on social media. And I'm like, maybe I need to change that. Maybe <laughs> I would like access more people if I stopped looking like such a bee. <laughs> no, no. You there's a reason why you have three hundred thousand followers. It's because you yeah. you don't hold back. Right? They they love this is what I found, and this is something that Steven Crowder has said a lot, and something I'm like, how can I do this more? But people love when you fight for them and you fight yeah. for them and they 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 you make great content very relatable i was watching there was a there was a joke that you had on one of your videos i liked it today it was something about how men come from mars women come from venus and venus then, well, all the other genders <laughs> come, come from, from uranus. Uranus. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> that's awesome like that kind of content like even though it's a super funny little joke like people need that today and i know that's not all yeah you do, but you know, you make great content and that's very valuable. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. But no, I, I mean, try to bring humor to it because I'm like, there's so much serious shit today that like people yeah. just need to laugh. Yep. Yeah, they do. They do, especially in the conservative space, right? Like our, our realm, there's not that many, I guess you could say comedians. I know there's now more people that are comedians yeah. that are sharing truth, but nothing like Nothing like that, you know, like very prominent. Like you have Steven Crowder, who's a very, you know, outspoken comedian and he's hilarious, but who else is doing the comedy side of conservatism? I don't know. There's not many. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we, you and I talked about this before the show started, but uh, breaking news just from Twitter or X. Elon Musk has updated the X's policy in prohibiting the promotion of adult sexual content globally. I think this is huge. This is a very, very big step. Um, if you if you guys don't know, X would just allow literal porn on their website, and sometimes yep. you just scroll and it's just there. It's like, whoa, hey, what the heck? So this happening is a huge huge step and because i know gosh you you have kids growing up you don't want your kids going on these social media apps or or just randomly coming across it and it's on this platform right yeah yeah no it's pretty disgusting um and oh, the worst part is is like i'm all for like limited government limited censorship all of the things so like this is actually something i go back and forth on right because i'm sure. like I don't want like it's we're against censorship right and that is a form of censorship but then again it's a community platform it's a public right? there square should at least some kind of filter where you want to see it this is the best way that I've heard it described I think it was from Tim Cass he was saying Twitter is a digitalized public square do you go out and see people in the middle of the streets nude having sex? No. Where are they doing it? They're doing it inside their homes. He's like, Twitter should be the exact same thing. You do yeah. not allow that. Yeah, no, no one. I agree. Um, it's pretty disgusting when you just open, like I don't open social media era apps around my kids at all. Not even Instagram. I mean, I'm, no. I'll scroll through stories and then it's somebody's only fan account. I'm like, come on. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. come on. Yeah. 
Yeah, they need to do a better job of that on on Instagram. Like, you'll see, you'll see. The, you just go to the explore page, right, and you can see those women being very provocative. And it's man, it's it's ruining society, in my opinion. Yeah, and and you know what? That goes back to moral grounds. Like we, yeah, we are not raising a generation, but our generation is raising a generation of people with no morals, and it all ties back into everything we've just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, like people just have no regard for their body. They have no respect for their body, no respect for human life. Right. Um, because if they did, they wouldn't be watching these women on these platforms. They wouldn't be searching out these things. It wouldn't be on your for you page because it's all about consumption, supply and demand. Yep, exactly, exactly. Well, you know, just like voting with your dollar, right? If we use our, we we are very intentional with where we put our money, with our attention, whatever, the people will see it. They'll see it. Yeah. It works that way with everything. Yeah. It really does. Literally everything. Yeah. But convenience has really taken over the lives of everyone. Yeah. I've seen people. Convenience in spending your money and shopping and content consuming. Like everybody, everybody that's watching this, like how often do you consume content? Why not go make some? doesn't have to be political. doesn't have to be anything um, outside of what you're comfortable with. But why not give instead of just receive? Great question. I don't think a lot of people know how to do that. Figure it out. I did. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Suck it up. Rub some dirt on it. Let's go. I Come am. On. I am such a just suck it up. Like, get over yourself. Who cares? You don't know. Like, listen, YouTube. I learned how to do yeah. reels and make posts and use Canva and everything from going to YouTube and watching like two minute tutorials. So I said, you also knew how to change your oil when you were young. So I did. I did. But I am so tech challenged. Like, I'm like, for the last like two months, I'm like, I'm going to go start a podcast. Yeah. You should. And then nothing happens because I'm like, I don't know what to do. Well, I can help I, you with that. I downloaded like an app on my phone and I'm like, nope, I'm I'm giving up. Well, if you do decide to do that, hit me up. I can definitely help you with yeah. that. Well, I think it would be fun because while Instagram is a great place to meet a lot of people and reach a lot of people, there's so much that I can't actually say on there. Like anytime yeah. I mention mention Hunter Biden, right? Bam, I get a false flag or a community standard violation. Yeah. Um, you can talk about vaccines right now, but I mean it takes one more scandemic to come through before they wipe my entire account, right? Yeah. And so <clears throat> I would just like to be in another a, a safer place where people can find me if my account just disappears one day. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend start doing a lot of stuff on Rumble. You're gonna have a lot of freedom there. Yeah. yeah. I do need to. Yeah. Well, um, so I want to go into more of what people can do to get involved. I mean, obviously you went to the school boards and you fought the actual education system. What are some other ways that people can, maybe they don't need to go into the school boards, but can get involved, start sharing truth? Yeah. So my first message is always to the homeschooling families. You still need to be active in your local school boards. You have to be Um, because it's just going to one day come that guess what? They're now regulating homeschool. Mm. Come on. You still have to be active and you still have to be aware. Um, So I recommend start simple. Like you tell somebody to go get out of their comfort zone overnight and they're giving up before they even get started. Right. Start simple. Go look up local bills that are introduced. Go look up local bills that are on the table. Then right on that same website, you can check out who your local reps are call them. You can actually pick up the phone and call them, schedule a meeting with them, talk to them, email them, get to know them. Mm. Um, Same thing with uh, all of your school board meetings should be recorded. You can go back through the notes. You can go watch old videos, like the whole nine yards to see where things are standing. Um, Or maybe you're like me and you want to get loud. You want to get loud, reach out to me. I'm happy to help. Um, Because you know, I can't go run for these office seats. I can't do it. But you know what I can do? I can help wake other people up that then want to go do that. Yes. Yes. And so you don't have to be loud. 
Um, you could have conversations with your neighbors. Like if, if somebody hints to me, oh, I don't agree with this mask thing, I am having a conversation with them. I'm not going to make it uncomfortable and be like, hey, so what do you think of the mask mandates? No. But, you know, I just read people. Um, and so just start small. You if you're on Facebook, there's so many local groups like you can look up local Republican groups, local conservative groups, local liberal groups if you're a liberal. OK, um, and just <laughs> maybe and start no, there. I Odds doubt are, they're going to be listening to this show, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. I know. Um, Gotta plug it anyway, though. Um, <laughs> be but inclusive. Just you have to be inclusive. You're inclusive. DEI. We're DEI in it. Yes, we are. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Um, and just it's fine. Um, and just start poking your head in. Yeah. Like you don't have to act right now, but just like get the motions down. Like right now, I just figured out. Um, well, it wasn't right now. It was like a week ago. They are trying to ban assault rifles in Vermont, oh, which not is surprised. not Vermont. It's not going to go over well. So we are a blue state, but our governor is a rhino. Like he doesn't vote Republican anything. It's all Democrat BS. Um, he was in office when we took away when they took away the vaccine uh, exemption, so on, so forth. He's all for gun control. Um, but even in the local groups, like not controversial groups, just local hometown groups, their people are posting this and are like, have you seen this? And the comments are just like, it'll never pass. Oh, good. I hope they do it. And so you can, I will literally go through those groups and friend request all the people that are like, we've got to, we've got to do something about this. And I'm ready to create a chat. And I'm like, let's go to the state house. Mm, that's great. I love that. That's Even a great you're idea. Just somebody that organizes it. Yeah. Right? Like you see something happening locally or your state and you just organize it. Hey, I'm going to I'm going to create this group and we're all going to get in there. We're going to figure out when we're going to meet there. We're going to go lobby it, protest it, the whole nine yards. Hmm. Maybe you can't get out of work that day. That's fine. Set it up so everybody else can. Like there's so many different things you can do. You don't have to be the face of activism. You don't have to be the face of whatever you want to happen. You could be on the the, the back lines. You don't have to be right there front. You just have to do something. Right. Yeah. You know, my youth pastor growing up said, hey, if you want to change the world, you have to change your local world. And that hit me. It kind of pissed me off when he first said that because I was like, no, I want to go out into, you know, go to third world countries and help them, you know. But no, if you can't help the people here, how are you going to be able to help people that are out and about? Yeah. And that's why uh, the border crisis, right? So Burlington is a close city to me and they are a sanctuary city and they're going for all of this BS. And uh, Massachusetts is only, what, an hour and 20 minutes away. And now they're asking people to, if you have an extra room, let's set an illegal alien up in it. Like, it's only a matter of time before it comes here. Uh, Vermont is is all that progressive BS. Bernie Sanders leading the way. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's such a mess. It is such a mess. And I am like, where? So what just happened? Uh, the Biden administration has ordered the Texas National Guard to stand down in Eagle Pass and not arrest any illegal aliens coming through, and that they are taking over. Red fucking flag. Mm-hmm. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. What happens if? The Texas National Guard said, no, we're not going to take any orders. They did say no. They did say no, and they are arresting people. Well, I know, but and then and then something big happens from that. Like, what if they shoot each other or something, like a fight happens between them? Like, that's not going to go over well. That's not going to no. Yeah. No, no, it's not. And that's probably something else they would just hide or attempt to hide <sighs> in the news. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I posted a video about Denver being a sanctuary city and the encampments that were happening. And guess what just happened? They were moved to free housing recently. And guess who's paying that? It's us. We're paying that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why? So New York City, uh, I don't know when it was exactly, but it was in the last 12 months. I Mm want to say about six months ago. Uh, they just admitted they were using all of their COVID funding to house illegal aliens. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? This yeah. is, it's so, like, stop. The tax extortion. 
like we are paying our we're so people are so convinced i say we're like i'm the victim here i'm not um but you know oh you have to pay taxes to fix the roads you know, a penny of what we pay in taxes goes to fix roads or bridges or anything locally nothing no no they would be fixed right on the spot like 40 grand in taxes last year i'm like this dear i am going to find some because i like right taxes are not my thing I need to find somebody that is like constitutional tax, like knows how to get, knows how to do it legally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually something I'm super interested in learning about. And I, um, I found this guy on YouTube. I don't know him by name, um, but he actually like goes through all of the loopholes and like this is what if you're ever brought to court for X, Y, and Z, this is what you need to bring with you. Um, That's awesome. There's a lot to it though, right? Mm-hmm. Like in a perfect world, we would be able to just avoid taxes. We were because it's not actually a law and there's ways around it, but there's it's such a long way around that nobody's like willing to go and figure it out. It's a lot. It's a I mean, I've dove into that before as well, and it's a ton of information. But I think one thing that does need to happen, I think needs to get more momentum is getting rid of the 16th Amendment. Get rid of that. Why should Congress have the power to make taxes like that effed us as a nation hardcore they gave that know. gave them power over mm. us immediately so there's a lot that needs to happen but i think it starts with you know people like you and i just continuing to share the truth and people will catch on for sure but it's got to hit them in their wallets which yeah. is kind of sad yeah so let me ask you this and, and everybody's feeling that right now everyone i know i know so let me ask you this who is going to win in 2024, in your opinion? Oh, well, we had to bring up the presidential election. Come on. I just want to know. Uh, I want to know what okay, you think. So, little fact about me is I'm not a Trump thumper. Everybody thinks I'm such a, like, a mag, uh, and I'm not. You That's know what right. I am, though? I'm the best candidate. Sure. Right? So, am I voting for Trump as of right now? 100% hell yes. Yeah. Say, if a candidate came along that was better than him, I would vote for that other candidate. Right? Uh, but there's, I mean, is it an election or a selection? So I'm, I'm like at this point in the road where I'm like, it would be so great, right? If all of this were true about Trump and he is going to change the trajectory of everything. But like, also I'm pretty confident it's a selection and it's all a show. We'll see, you know, so many people put their hope in the president, which I mean, hey, he's got a lot of power, but he isn't everything. The biggest thing yeah. that people need to re- recognize and really grow in their understanding is is we the people have control over the government, whether they yeah. think so or not. Like this is yeah. how our country was set up. We need to actually act in our power. Once we do that, and you really, you know, like, yeah, Joe Biden sucks ass. Like he's doing what he's doing but but it doesn't matter because if you think about it it still comes back to a state level okay it, so like it, you hate what's happening and you hate this and you hate that yet you're still remaining silent in your in your state yes what okay you're to blame uh exactly exactly this is this is our fault and <laughs> whether it's because we were ignorant or we were willfully ignorant whatever you know, we still have a choice on what we need to do in our local area. And that's more, I think that's more important than what goes on the federal and house and Senate and everything like that. Yeah. Right. And, and the biggest thing people use is time. Oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. You have to have time. Yeah, You have, you have to. to have time because we have literally been put in this position where we're working our lives away. Uh, people that work outside of the home, this doesn't apply to me, but people that work outside of the home for eight, nine hours a day and they see their kids for an hour a day and then it's bedtime and then it's repeat. Um, they've literally created this cycle of you are working to die. Shut up and listen. Don't say anything. Yep. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And that's why we're here. Yeah. That's why we're here. Um, and it's going to continue to get worse on every single level, especially the level of time, if we don't do something. We don't and have it's, time. It's just too many people saying, I don't have time. Or I just, here's one, I'm going to call it the Republican conservative side, right? It's the, sure. I just want to be left alone. Well, guess what? You can't, 
shut your mouth and be alone. That's just as selfish as the people that are forcing masks. (laughs) It is because you have, that's not how we were set up. Like that's not how the government, our country was set up. You take action in what's going on. That's how we win. Yeah. I I mean, think about it, right? So everybody that's right-leaning, I'm going to use two wings of the same bird, but Mm. right-leaning has been brought up to believe in the, I just want to be left alone. Right. Sure. Stay away. Don't come down my driveway. I just want to be left alone. And then everybody on the opposite side has been indoctrinated by authority. Don't question, just do. Right. Okay. So who does that leave? You want to be left alone. They're obeying. They're obeying no matter what we say, whether it's masks or vaccines, and you are just ignoring the problem. Mm-hmm. So that is how we took COVID for a couple of years instead of a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I totally agree. This could have been done in, like you're saying, days, one, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like pe- people saw this bullshit in the very beginning. Man, I was calling this stuff out in January. I posted on Facebook, if you guys are really afraid of a virus when, you know, we're supposed to be able to uh, overcome any disease, hello, why are you so scared? People, I got hammered. <laughs> hammered. Yeah, me too. Oh, my gosh. But people weren't awake, you know? But, no. Nope. You know, I, I, this is how I see it. We'll kind of uh, start to end with this. But I, I think there are more people awake now more than ever, which is great. Yes. Do you see that? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. I see that. Um, in where on the line do they fall? I think they're just like starting. And here's the thing: uh, awakening is no. It's not a destination. It's something that happens forever. So there is no one that is fully awake, right? Um, and they're just starting out. Like I have so many people. Like a majority of my following started, you know, by talking about the COVID vaccine and forced mandates and all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but all through something up in my story is like, do you vaccinate your kids? And it's like 95% yes, everything but the COVID vaccine. And I'm like, but why? Hmm. Hmm. But why? Like that's you, a poll you, you put it. in your story? That's what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, I'll ask people, do you vaccinate your kids? And they'll message me, not the COVID vaccine, but everything else. Right. And I'll get I'll get hundreds of messages. And it's like, but why you do know that it's the very same companies and the very same government. Mm -hmm. And you do know that they have no liability. So like they're there, but it kind of stopped with the COVID vaccine for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So what do we need to do? What do we need to do to (laughs) wake these people up even more, man? Come on. Just keep exposing it. Yeah. That's yeah. really it. It's it's really like, uh, you know, my motto for the last couple of years has been question everything. Yeah. Um, and that's why I question both sides. And I and I always tend to be more right leading on a lot of things. I'd say ninety five percent of things. Um, but it's getting other people to question everything too. For so sure. like the thought provoking questions, I can get on there as much as I want and tell, give my opinion, tell the truth, even know the media is trying to hide everything, and you have evidence. Telling people isn't the answer, right? You you have to show them, hmm. which means you have to you have to pique an interest in their brain to want to go look. It's hmm. a great point. I really like that. I really like that. Well, what is a message, a message of hope that you would give everyone right now? A message of hope. Uh, no, no matter what you're going through today or tomorrow, you 100% have a choice in how you feel and how you act. Come on. You can take that into any situation in life. That's powerful right there, man. Come on. <laughs> if no one got anything else out of that except for that, ooh, that's good. Mindset. Uh, mindset is a big thing. It's like the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um right it's not it's not a political thing it's it's not it's it's something we all have we all have either a lacking mindset or a growth mindset and uh what you know going over covid like yes some people have a growth mindset and those are the people that are you know starting to wake up and starting to question things but all the people with a lack mindset just want to be safe right, right. they just want to shut up they just want to listen they just want to go on with their day 
get out of work. Um, but the great thing about mindset is you can literally change it with a choice. Come on. Come on. That's pretty awesome. I've been saying that for years, so it's awesome to hear someone else say it as well. I love yeah. it. Well, Meg, where can people follow you, you know, support you, you know, get in contact yeah, so with you? So I am predominantly on Instagram. I am freedom underscore chronicles over there. Go ahead and give me a follow. I always reply my DMs if you want to stop by and say hi. Uh, I am on TikTok, but every time I post there, I get a community standard violation. So I'm not there often. Um, also the freedom chronicles on Twitter. Um, and I am Meg, uh, Meg space Ann on Facebook. Okay. Awesome. Well, Mate, I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been Yeah, thanks awesome. so much for having me. You're very welcome. Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in. If this has given you guys some value, then awesome. Appreciate it. I want you guys to go ahead and share this with somebody. Also, go to my store, christubs.com slash merch. Get you guys some patriotic merch. And go ahead, subscribe to any of the places that you guys are watching or listening on. And we will see you in the next episode.